Well, folks, we are running the pandemic marathon. And we're over halfway there. And our bodies are getting tired. We didn't even get in training for this marathon, and yet here we are. And though we know that there is an end out there, it's not here, it's not now, and we keep putting one socially distant foot in front of one other socially distant foot. And we're tired, and we're bored, and we're anxious, and we're depressed. And the other factor of this marathon is that we're running it alone. There's no crowd cheering, family and friends urging us on. There's no one giving us water or food as we run. And there's not even the racers around us. We're running it alone. Throw in a winter and you've got a perfect storm. And there is a moment in there when all I want to do is say, I quit. Get me out of here. No more of this. But there is no escape. There is no getting out of here. There's no crazy but genius plan where we all work together and the the vaccines are out. It's not happening. And so we're in this no-win situation where we're still running along but the finish line is a hazy space out there. Part of me is tired and lacking enthusiasm for anything, and another part of me is frustrated and resentful that we don't have the vaccines in our arms right now. And throw on top of all of that is my anxiety that the world has changed in ways that it can never recuperate from. It's irrevocable change. Am I even going to ever catch up with it all? Folks, we're hitting the wall. And the wall is that place where a marathon runner's body is saying, hey man, there's too much pain here. I, let's, I, I gotta stop now. And the wall is where the running is no longer a matter of physical endurance. It's a matter of mental endurance. Our minds have to encourage us 
to move on, to keep going, to strengthen us, to find that extra that's within all of us to keep going. How are we going to break through this wall of the pandemic marathon? Well, thankfully, we've got our Old Testament history of the Hebrew people and our reading for today from Isaiah chapter 40. To put this in a bit of perspective, the book of Isaiah is written over a long period of time and has actually three Isaiahs. Chapters 1 to 39 are written and they have that kind of harsh prophet thing we always associate. Like, you guys have been bad, you've been sinning, you're going to pay the price. In chapters 40 to 55, we have what's called the Book of Consolation, which is the time where the folks of Israel are in exile in Babylon. And our reading for today comes from chapter 40, the beginning of the Book of Consolation. Now the first verse in that Book of Consolation, which is trying to build up the people of Israel who've been carted off to Babylon in 597. The exile lasts 70 years. The people of Israel have been taken from their promised land. Their temple has been destroyed. And they are living in a foreign land, enslaved and no longer, or questioning whether they can be God's chosen people. They're forced into living a new way of life, just as we have been forced to live a new way of life. And the first words of chapter 40 go like this. Comfort, comfort to my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her service is at an end. Wow, beautiful words that have been set to gorgeous music, words that uplift And then we move into our passage for today, which is all focused upon God as the creator of the world. And it's asked these questions. Have you not heard? Have you not known? Has it not been told to you from the beginning? And it's kind of like waking those folks up and saying, well, Get with the program. God's the creator of the earth. But 
how is that comfort? Where in these words about the power of God to create the world, where's that comfort? And then there's the fear, because the God who has given us life can take it away just as easily. And the people in the exile are asking themselves, where is God? Is God not with us anymore? Has God forgotten us? And those are the questions we ask as we plod along in this pandemic marathon. Where is God in all of this? Where is the comfort? Interestingly, the comfort is precisely in creation. In creation itself. We spend so much time with our heads down, staring at that square foot of pavement in front of our feet. And we're in this pandemic bubble. And we fill that pandemic bubble with Netflix and news feeds and kids fighting and FaceTime and kids fighting and video games and kids fighting. And we shrink our world into this tiny little bubble. And when we're in that tiny little bubble where we see nothing else, we can get lonely and scared and anxious and frustrated And we say, where is God in this? And God's crying out to us, look up! Look up! Look around you! Here I am! Years ago, I was on retreat in Cranbrook. And... uh, I went for a walk on a beautiful fall day. And as I walked, I was just so struck by the beauty of the world around me. And the words of Psalm 121 came to me. Lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth. And that is what God is trying to tell us. Look up. I'm here. I'm here to help. And so the comfort that God is giving us is not that sort of warm, fuzzy, comforty, comforty, my people. It's the deep and abiding assurance that the God who created the universe, who continues to create, is holding this crazy world in his hands and is never going to let go. That the God who is not ever going to become weary or faint 
is the God who will not allow us to grow weary or faint. So look up. Feel the calm of a misty, snowy morning. Feel the peace of moonlight over the hills. Feel the joy of sun striking a distant hillside. That is the beginning of God's comfort. But there's more. Because as we look up, as we become aware of the creation of God around us, we begin to have a shift in our perspective. We realize that from God's view, we are tiny grasshoppers. And yet, we are called by name like the stars, and no one is missing. I've been reading uh, a book that uses quotes from the Quran, and one of the quotes that I've read is, Do not walk proudly on the earth. You cannot rival the mountains in stature. And that gets at that shift in perspective that comes from being aware of God's creation. That from our own insignificance in the face of God's creative power and creation itself is not grounds for God turning away from us. And from here, being aware of God's incredible, abundant love for us, we respond in praise, in thanksgiving, And our psalm today, Psalm 147, captures this link between the creative power of God to bring rain for the earth, to feed the animals, to heal the brokenhearted and bind up the wounded, that that creative power creates praise within us that bubbles up from our hearts and we want to sing praise the Lord how good it is to sing praises to our God for he is gracious and a song of praise is fitting and we sing those words even if we're alone in the shower and singing off key but there's even More than this. More comfort. Because as we look up and are aware of creation, as we shift our perspective on God's presence and love, 
we enter the divine flow of energy that infuses the world. The love of God flows through us as we open ourselves to it. And that love strengthens us and empowers us and renews us. That flow of love is what we take into the world to become a part of the creative effort and to bring in the kingdom of God. So this was the promise that Isaiah spoke of to the people of Israel living in exile. This is the comfort that Isaiah brought, that God cared for them and would bring them home, and that God would empower them to build life anew. That very same promise is here for us now. That the pandemic marathon will be over at some point. That we will cross the vaccine finish line. And that God will and is with us in all of it. Even as we build new lives in the face of COVID. So remember, when you face the wall, look up, praise God, and remember these words. Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles, They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Thanks be to God.